Lucas, and welcome to this Practice Power Podcast episode. First off, happy holidays. I hope that you're enjoying uh, your uh, end of the 2015 year here, and uh, we're getting ready for a uh, breakout uh, 2016. You know, there's just a few days left uh, until the new year, and uh, for most of us, uh, Monday uh, starts uh, day one of the new year. So what I thought I'd do uh, in the spirit of the holidays and in the, uh, the spirit of uh, getting ready for 2016, let's talk about failure. And, you know, this is not a negative conversation. We have to remember that as successful as some people are, there's a pattern to that. Remember, life is nothing but a series of patterns. So there's a pattern for success. There's a, par- there's a pattern for mediocrity. There's a pattern for failure. And what I thought I'd do today uh, in this podcast is instead of saying, hey, here's everything you need to do to be successful, which is important, and we'll cover that obviously throughout the year, but let's talk about how do you sabotage yourself? You know, what are the things that I've seen over almost a quarter century of working specifically and only with advisors and RAAs? How do they sabotage? You know, what's that? What's that recipe look like, right? Because, you know, historically, this is the time of year where we're closing the books on, you know, our current year, and we're starting to look forward. And, you know, reality is you come into the new year in really one of a couple different places. Number one, you had a great year, and you go to yourself, my God, how am I going to do that again, right? Or continue to grow, like, oh, my God, that's stressful. Or, you know, you didn't have a great year, and you say, okay, how do I turn it around? Or uh, maybe you flatline, and how, how, do I get mo- how do I get momentum again? How do I get moving again? And all these things are important, but no matter where you're coming from, there's always going to be what I call commonalities, things that are universal, universal rules, if you will. And so let me talk to you a little bit about how to guarantee failure in 2016. So here's what I've noticed over a couple decades. First off is that if you want to make sure that you have a bad 2016, let's make sure you get off to a bad start in January. And and here's primarily what I mean. I see this often, and it's always a concern of mine, quite frankly. And I I do my best to uh, discuss, browbeat, conjole my clients to make sure we get enough downtime. You know, this industry of ours, this quote-unquote sport of ours, doesn't have an off-season. You literally can work to December 31st and roll right back into the first market day of the new year and give you a couple days off. So here's what happens most of the time. Number one, you wrap up the year, and you sit there and say to yourself, man, God, thank God that's over. And, uh, and maybe you grab a week or so of downtime, maybe, right? And, and let's be very clear, unless you're really going to bug out, go somewhere and chill, um, the holidays tend to be stressful for most people. And, you know, studies have shown that, right? So, uh, you know, you deal with friends and family. Um, you're wrapping up the year business-wise. Oh, what else we throw at you? Oh, business planning, right? You got to get your business plan done. And then what else happens around the holidays? Well, let's put it this way. It, 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 this, it's not a Weight Watchers boot camp, right? There's plenty of uh, food and desserts and fun stuff uh, to get yourself in. The average American, I think, gains, I think, 12 or 13 pounds. Uh, typically between uh, Thanksgiving and, and New Year's Day. And, um, you know, that's a challenge, right? So here's what that all means. You come into January mentally saying, 
okay, you know, I get off, I'm going to get off to a great start. You know, I'm going to make January, you know, get out of the box real strong. And you're exhausted. You're burnt out. You're fried. You know, when's the height of cold and flu season? Isn't it like January, February? Hmm, I wonder what that has, what kind of correlation that has to basically a lot of us abusing our bodies in the month of December, right? So the one thing, you know, if you want to guarantee not having a good year next year is coming to, come to January exhausted. So what can you do about that? Well, obviously, you know, it's next week. So uh, maybe a little late, but let me give some strategies. Number one, uh, I really believe you always have to have an end time to the, to the year. A lot of my clients this year was Friday the 18th of, Jan- of December as, as my own, and that gives us a couple weeks off to chill. Now, some of my clients, because of schedules, uh, their clients just being, you know, last-minute people with tax loss selling and harvesting and things like that, um, you know, they have to be in their office this week, you know, up until tomorrow. So what happens? Well, we take the first week of January, and we call it a strategic week. We don't start our year until the second Monday of the month. Because we need to take the first Monday, for some of my clients, they're gonna do their business plan, they're gonna get out of their office, they're gonna relax a little bit, decompress from the holidays, and get ready to roll. If you've been falling out of one year, and falling into another year, and that's the pattern you've had your entire career, and you wonder why you're stagnant, you're flatline, you're not growing, here's a clue, right? So there's one thing to, one strategy, if you will, to make sure you're sabotaged. Now, what's the next one? Well, come into 2016 with your business plan in your head, which a lot of you do, by the way, or you have some glorified spreadsheet, or you sit there and it's all math-based, right? So in other words, uh, it's a concept. It's not a plan. It's not in writing. It doesn't exist. Or it's a spreadsheet, which doesn't give you the emotional juice that you need. So look, I, I, you know, I did several podcasts already in the last couple of weeks about business plans. I'm not going to belabor this, but here's the reality of it. Don't think about coming into the new year with it in your head and expecting you to execute. Remember, this is an industry, this is a business of distractions. If you don't have it really figured out what you want to accomplish, the roadmap, the plan, the breakdown, you're just going to be all over the place. You're going to be busy. And remember, the goal in this industry is not to be busy. Busy costs you money, you know, which sounds counterintuitive, but accurate. If you're busy, that means you're not aware of what you're doing. You're busy doing the wrong things, right? So if you want to make sure 2016 doesn't happen for you, hey, don't put a plan together. Or put the plan, or put the plan together you've been putting together and not fall through with it, right? So again, take the time. Uh, I've given you plenty of, of last several podcasts. There's some stuff there. We've got some free resources on practice power. You know, whatever you want to do, do, but please put it in writing. Yeah. Next thing, and you know, this is going to be a little bit unique, just because where we are uh, here in the United States, uh, 2016 is a presidential election year, which, with my brain and my experiences, means it's a huge distraction. Right? It's a huge threat. Okay. So a couple things. There's always going to be things in our world that are what I call beyond our control, our direct control, right? I mean, you get a vote, yes, I understand that. But you're not going to sit there and have direct influence on what happens, okay? So here's what you've got to decide. There are always things in our business that are very unique to our industry that you've got to sit there and say to yourself and have a rule that says, you know what? 
It's external. I don't influence it at a high level. I can't control it. And so I focus on it. All I'm doing is taking my mental and emotional energy and, and really just flushing it down this big, giant black hole. Okay? Now, what are some of the things? Well, I know what I deal with here in my coaching practice with my clients, right? Department of Labor, the new laws, the new rules, the new regs, right? We, we kind of we think we know what they're going to be, but we don't know how they're going to impact us. We don't know how much time they're going to take, uh, you know, if they're going to be overturned at some point. So let's not, you know, and look, and I know there's a lot of entities who have vested interests who are trying to, quote, unquote, rally the troops, my, my piece on that is until we have some absolutely definitive with a definitive timetable on it, right, ready to go, we'll figure it out. But let's also be very clear on this. This industry is highly adaptable. I've been at this a long time. I remember when E-Trade was supposed to put us all out of business, right? Oh, my God, you know, online brokerage. Man, that's it. We're over, right? There goes all the commission business, Right? And now what are we worried about? Well, man, we got the Department of Labor law. Oh, God, you know, this is going to just kill us, right? And then what? Oh, robo-advisors. Oh, man, that's going to... Look, we adapt. The one thing about this industry, it always finds a way to make money. I've seen it for almost 25 years. I have no reason to believe that will not continue. Okay? So I would suggest that you decide in advance how you want to deal with distractions. And I'll just give you a couple that, that kind of show up every year for me, right? Again, aside from presidential elections every four years. Uh, we have March Madness. We have fantasy football. We have, you know, the, the major golf tournaments. I mean, all these things that, are, are that, that can really get in your way. You got to remember they're distractions. And my philosophy has always been this. I don't care if it's what happens on Wall Street, the Fed, halfway around the world, Washington, D.C., the sun rises every morning, and I've got to put my big boy pants on, and I've got to bring it every day. So if you want to make sure you have a bad year next year, please focus on the things you can't control. Focus on who may be in the White House, all those things, right? Make that kind of your prime distraction. You will reap what you sow in that remind. So keep that in mind. Make a decision. It is what it is. Take care of yourself, your family, and your clients. Okay? Next, how else you sabotage yourself in 2016? Well, how you start your day, right? So get whatever you do, get up, fire up the computer or the iPad or the iPhone, check your email, check out the news, right? Check out the futures, and, and really kind of get into that very negative reaction, you know, reactive mode first thing in the morning because that will set the tone for the entire day. And I've said this, and, you, and for those of you who've been uh, listening for a while, or clients of ours, the day is won and lost in the first hour. That first hour, that first 60 minutes, sets a tone for the entire day. So if you're going to sit there and set it with emails and text reminders and news and all this other jazz, instead of your business plan, your goals, your story, your outcomes, the things that you want to control, if that's your focus, I can tell you you're going to have a reactionary day. You know, I mean, the morning ritual is an absolute predictor of how that day goes. So, you know, if somebody said to me, Joe, what's the, you know, if you only give me one thing of all the strategies I have, if I can only, if I can only put one of them on your boat, I'm always going to put the morning ritual on your boat. Because I know if you do that at a high level, You'll have a, you'll, the odds of you having a, a, a proactive, a successful, a, an outcome-oriented day 
are so much greater than starting off in reactionary mode. So we're always gonna make sure we do that, right? We're gonna make sure that we, we have that day. So again, if, if whatever you wanna do, don't change anything if it's not working for you. See, and I think this is the, the piece that I think really matters. And this is probably a little bit off script here, but I wanna, I wanna cover it. If you're thinking you're gonna go into 2016 and you wanna, let's say you wanna make great strides. I know, maybe grow your business by 20, 30%. Maybe some of you, you want to double your business, right? But the bottom line is, look, I don't care if you're, if you're 20, 30 years in the industry or you're two or three years in the industry, but you know, look, we grow or die. That's just the, 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 the absolute rule in this industry, you grow or die. There's no such thing as kind of maintaining. Maintenance doesn't happen here. It's like saying, well, I'm going to stop swimming. I'm just going to float here. You'll drown. It doesn't work that way. You always have to be in motion, right? But don't sit there and tell yourself that you want to go do this and have you know, 2016 be your best year ever and not think that you're not going to have to make changes in, in how you approach things. You know, that you're not going to have to change some of your habits, like your morning ritual, your belief sets, all those things. If you think you're just going to work hard and I'll work more hours, you know, I'll come in on Saturday, I'll stay late, that's total BS. It's irrelevant. You know, the goal here in this, and let's be very, and I say this all the time, nobody, and I mean including myself, we do not work hard for a living. What do we do? We sit on our butts and talk to people. Whether it's over the phone, video conference, meetings, bottom line, we're a butt-driven industry, right? Period. Hard work, go build a house. Go dig a trench. Go save somebody out of a burning building. That's hard work. That's scary. What we do, we sit in air-conditioned offices with $1,000 suits, and we bitch about it. Think about it, right? So you just can't expect a different results, a different set of results, excuse me, bringing the same behaviors in. It doesn't happen. And, and for some of you, when I say this with respect, you're too smart for your own good. You're too arrogant for your own good. You know, the, you know, the most successful people of any industry, any profession, any sport, know they need a team to build around. So if you're going to sit there and say, I'll just do it, I can do this on my own, you've probably been telling yourself that for 20 years. And you probably got some level of success. We're not discounting it down to zero. But if you think you're going to make that major stride, that major leap, not going to happen. It just won't. So you've got to make sure you understand that, you know, your psychology, your approach matters most. Okay? What else? How else we how else can we screw up next year? Well, let's not take care of our health. Let's make sure we we order lunch by numbers and we take advantage of all the wholesaler freebies, right? And goodies and pizzas and subs and all that jazz, right? Let's tell ourselves we don't we don't have time to exercise. We, we can't get to the gym. We're too busy. Tell yourself that story. There are two elements, raw material, if you will, of success in this industry. Two elements. Number one is our emotional energy, right? Which is being present, being positive, being driven, right? Emotional energy. The second one is our physical energy. Stamina. You know, not falling asleep at, not falling asleep at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right? being ready to engage people at high levels, get on that phone at four or five o'clock in the afternoon and return some phone calls, right? When you don't really, when you know, you don't feel like it. 
to be able to harness all that. You know, I mean, you know, here's the good news, bad news. Good news is we don't have to exert ourselves physically to be successful in this industry. The bad news is you don't have to be physical to be successful in this industry. You can sit all day. Dangerous, deadly, right? And, and, I can, and I've said this, and I'll, I'll say it again because it's one of my just absolute truths. I don't care what designations you have. It does not guarantee your success. Being physically fit, active, healthy, that will get you success. Because one of the raw elements. And also, by the way, this is, and we don't talk a lot about this, and I'll probably devote a podcast to this down the road. Self-image, as, as I do more and more research and observation, self-image plays a strong slash critical piece of success. So if you, if you don't think you look successful, you'll sabotage. If you don't believe you deserve success, you'll sabotage. Just what it is, right? So again, whatever you do, don't take care of yourself next year. Grind it down, and you'll just, because here's the difference. Morning ritual, high levels of energy, right? You're there to drive the day. Low energy, bad morning ritual, you're, you're looking to get through the day. Totally different approach. Totally different. And you gotta ask yourself, in 2015, how often did I, did I have a goal of getting through a day versus getting up excited about the challenge of driving my day? How often? Because I'll tell you right now, if you want to have a great 2016, it's going to be about driving, not getting through. Right. What else is on my little list here of, of things that we need to work on? Well, oh, sabotage. So let's look at this. Why don't you show up in your office every day and uh, hit your to-do list, which a lot, what a lot of you do, right? You return emails, you deal with, you fight the fires, you do all stuff, all reactionary, versus creating a written daily game plan based on your business plan, by the way, and driving the day. And, and I think this is a key distinction. A to-do list is highly reactionary. Client needs, things like that, important. So I'm not saying it's unimportant. It's important. Daily game plan is about outcomes, contacts, meeting set, introduction conversations, follow-ups, right? Driving results. That's what matters most. So whatever you do, if you don't come in, and my rule is very simple. You do not do your game plan after you get into the office the day of. You either do it, A, at the conclusion of the previous day, B, at home in the evening, C, first thing in the morning from home, or D, somewhere between your house and the office, Starbucks, Panera, pick a pot, pick a pot, right? And you sit down for 15, 20 minutes, and you go ahead and say, okay, what do I need to drive today? Proactive, right? So whatever you do, let's not do that and mess up the day, okay? Just a couple of things real quick uh, that, I, uh, that I jotted down here, uh, basically, which is... You know, you tell yourself that all you need to do is, like, say, a little more, a couple more hours, a couple more of this, a couple more of that. That's all I need to do. Or it's like this. You know, Joe, what I need to do, I need to, I need to get, I need to do, get more referrals. Okay. What else do you need to do? I need to be, be, I need to become better at, you know, asking referrals. I need to become more organized. You know, all these little generalities, right? That's irrelevant. Specifically, what are you going to do different? 
right? You know, more better, and, and I say this all the time, that, you know, there are certain words that will just, the hair, on the, the hair on the back of my neck stands up when I hear them. You know, more, better, try, should. Four words. Those four words, I believe, if you, again, you, only you know how you say things to yourself, by the way. Those four words are the most deadly words in our entire industry. I want to do more production. I want to get better. I'm going to try. I should do, right? And if you look at your goals, you look at your business plan, you look at how you format things to yourself, and if that's and, and also how you speak to yourself, our internal dialogue. If you're if you're talking to yourself about, you know, I'm gonna try to do this, or I'm gonna try to do that, hey, in our world today in society with all the things we've got going on, with all the things we got coming at us, tries and shoulds never happen. It's a joke. It's a lie. You've got to ask yourself this very specific question. What am I committed to? So more, specifically how much more? Either we do it or we don't, right? That's what matters, commitment. So just think through that a little bit and ask yourself, how, how is my language? Do I sabotage myself by how I even frame things to myself? You know, am I framing it as I, you know, I should do this, I should do that. You know, I should get to the gym. I'm going to try to lose weight. You know what? I'm going to try to go ahead and do this. It doesn't happen. In other words, there's no commitment. So what I want you to remember is if it's not a must, it, doesn't, it tends not to happen in this, in this business. If it's not a must, it tends not to happen in this business. And we need to remember that. Okay? So whatever you do, don't change your dialogue. Don't change your language. Keep it the way it is. And, then, and again, like most people, expect a different result. I think that's what matters. Last couple last things real quick. Like I said, I want to keep us to around 30 minutes, typically, on these things. And it's a beautiful day here in Florida, so I want to take advantage of that also. Um, you know, I, you know, for 20, almost 25 years, I've had the privilege of doing what I do. And I still do it today. You know, uh, yes, I have other coaches that work with me, and, and, of course, we evolve. But I get great satisfaction out of working with people individually. There's just something to the stories, right? Uh, and it's not just about the math and the, and the economics. It's about watching change, change for the better, right? Things like that. And, you know, if you go into next year and you have this conversation about your business, and look, I don't care if you're a solopreneur, right, which is a one-person band, right, with a, either assistant or not, or you're, uh, my top team probably has 12, 12 professionals on it, right? But if you go into, into the new year saying to yourself, talking about the business, like it's this third party, right? You know, but I got to get the business to do this and the business is that and the business is this and, and the practice and the business. And that's the way you're thinking. Basically, you're, you're absolving yourself of any, you know, of any commitment. You're absolving yourself, you know, of any standard. Here's the harsh reality. You want your business to be better in 2016? You be better in 2016. You want to make more money in 2016? which most people do, which, which I recommend, quite frankly, right? Always grow. What do you need to change as a, what, how do you need to change as a, as a person, as a professional? What do you need to do better, different, right? What specifically do you need to do? Because at the end of the day, it's really about us. See, you know, this is, again, I've, I, this is a behavior-based business, and behaviors are all human. 
And that's why if you do, if you do your planning with a spreadsheet every year, and we break it down to a simple formula, right, of new household assets, return on assets, new, you know, new households, you know, all that jazz. And we make it formula-based, but we never look at our own behaviors, what we need to change, how we sabotage our own success. Hey, why would, you know, you can, you can sit there and tell yourself good things, but it won't happen because behavior doesn't change. And speaking of that, one other thing just popped in my head. And, and just so you know, when I do these things, I have like some bullet notes here and there. But pretty much I'm just walking around my office and talking. Uh, that's why the English is bad and, and we, you know, flub some words. Because it's really more of a, you know, either I know my stuff or I don't. But here's the other thing I want to say. Because it'll be January before we speak next. January as a month, and I say this to all my clients, I don't expect a lot of deliverables. Here's what I mean. Don't sit there and say to yourself, I want to do X amount of dollars next year. I'm going to divide it by 12, and here's the number for January. Because most of the time, it doesn't work out that way. Okay? What I care most about in the month of January is habits. Because let's face it, for a lot of us, last couple of weeks, right, strategic time, uh, hanging out, enjoying ourselves, right, downtiming it, uh, maybe sleeping in a little late, doing things like that, staying up a little too late. You know what I care about for my clients? A couple things. Morning ritual, daily game plan. Is, this business, is the business plan done, right? And then you know what I care about? Contacts. January has to be the biggest amount of contacts. You call all your clients. I mean, all your clients. You call all your clients. You call all your prospects. People on the pipeline, you reach out. You see where they are. And uh, next podcast, which will obviously drop uh, about a week from now, latter part of next week, I'm going to give you some strategies for January. You know, very specific stuff that I work with my clients on that, quite frankly, we've proven to work. You know, so to me, January is not about how much, you know, how much revenue can we produce. January is all about setting the tone in terms of our habits, getting dialed in, creating initial momentum. Because here's what a lot of us do, it's, and it's just kind of what we do. You know, we've got goals for the year, so what do we do, man? It comes December. We got to, we're pushing. We're pushing through it. We're pushing through to make our goals. I mean, I got emails, you know, Christmas Eve, I made it, Chairman's Club, all this other jazz, great. Now go get out and rest, right? Because guess what? We got to do it all over again this year. And that's what we need to remember. So what I care about is making sure that the habits are in place. I, I don't care about results. I mean, I say results, economic results. I don't, January, I could care less about the number. I care all about the behaviors. Because I know if we got those behaviors dialed in, it will serve us for the entire year, right? Okay? So here's what I want you to do. Number one, I want you to have a great New Year's Eve. Enjoy yourselves. You know, remember, being in this industry is a real gift. Uh, I was talking to a uh, potential new uh, platinum partner. And, you know, we we're just a 20-year veteran, successful already. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, bigger picture stuff, you know, strategic. And, you know, I made the comment to him. I said, I said you know, this fellow's name is Bob. I said, Bob. You know, here's the beauty of what we do. And he's like in his mid-50s. I said, you know, if your health, if you're, if you, as long as your health is good, man, you got to at least another 30-year run in this thing if you want it. And that's the beauty of what we do. You know, we never really have to retire. It's one, it's one of the gifts. I mean, at some, part, at, some part, at some level, a surgeon has to stop doing surgery. It becomes too physically demanding. Pilots have to stop flying commercial, right? I mean, there are, it's for a lot of careers, there are limits, right? 
ours, as long as your mind's in good shape and you, and you take care of your body, what's possible? It's a true gift, right? So keep that in mind. So as you, as you uh, watch the ball drop or ring in the new year, whatever you guys do for yourselves, right? Be grateful for the past year, no matter what it was. Because here's the reality of it. Whether you had a great year or a crappy year, guess what? You get a blank sheet of paper in, you know, come January 1, January 4th to change, to validate, to make, to do what you need to do. It's beautiful. And the one thing I've always found, and I, and I believe, I've said this, I've been on record on this, I personally believe that the next 10 years is our, from an industry perspective is going to have the most amount of opportunities of any decade. Why? Two forces. The baby boomers are retiring, so that means assets, money in motion. Advisors are going to be retiring. That means assets and money in motion. So if you know what to look for and stop worrying about the White House, Department of Labor, and focus on the things you can control, your success, 2016 can be a breakout year. So keep that in mind. Okay? And then um, last thing real quick. Um, I have, you know, this past year, I started, I started to shift how I do my work. Uh, primarily because I wanted to, uh, because I, I always felt there's ways to do uh, more partnering with clients, deeper dives. You know, now I go out and actually visit my clients in their offices and their teams. Uh, so I get on an airplane more, do a little bit more face-to-face -face because I find it being incredibly valuable. The reason why I'm bringing this up is uh, next year, 2016, I'm going to be looking for four uh, individual slash uh, independent RAs, advisors who want to partner with me. And uh, depending on where you're listening to this uh, or anything like that, uh, just a link. If not, all you need to go, all you need to do is go to our website, uh, ipginc.net, and you'll see the Platinum Partnership. And if you know of somebody, if it's not right for you, totally understand that. I'm not expecting that. But if you know of a colleague, friend, somebody that would be a good candidate, has a nice situation, looking to double their business, I'd like to talk to them. So with that being said, Happy New Year. Close the books on 2015. And I'll see you on the other side of the new year.